Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mr. Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture, and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. This week on the Shake Up, we've got a good friend of the Mr. Consistent brand, Ryan Forzy. Forzy, as he's more commonly known, is an incredible businessman and talks us through the transition from being a fly-in, fly-out mechanical technician to now being a part of one of Australia's best alcohol-selling brands that is really shaken up the industry. Ryan is a man who does his best work at pubs. He loves a chat and he's a great storyteller. So let's get into this episode. Welcome to another episode of The Shake Up. This week we have a special guest. His name is Fawzi, also known as Ryan Fawzi, but no one knows your first name <laughs> ever. We got Ryan Fawzi in here. He is, what you work for Vodka Soda and you have a part partnership in that. Um, you've also got a brand called Squad Athletica that you've just purchased and are revamping. But, mate, you are a Gold Coast local who knows everyone with fingers in all pies everywhere. <laughs> like, you turn up, you're like, oh, Fawzi, Fawzi, Fawzi. It's like, you're, one of the, you're the dude that walks into a room and doesn't leave for two hours because you've got to say hello. You go, you go to the bar for a drink. Takes you an hour and a half to get a drink. Yeah, my girlfriend hates that. <laughs> <laughs> go get me a drink. And then oh, an hour and a half later, you've shaken... 20 people's hands and kiss 30 babies. and yeah, I'm a bit of a hot spot. <laughs> 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 a bit of a hot oh, spot. No, a bit of a hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I know that my, my girlfriend was uh, filthy. Like as soon as we started dating, I was like, literally introducing her to absolutely everyone. <laughs> and she said at Christmas, she goes, I swear, she, she goes, fuck me. Like I've just had to remember 40,000 people's names like in the last couple of months. Doesn't remember anyone, so I don't expect me to remember anyone. Writing Christmas cards is going to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, who, like how, where are you from originally? Like up yep. north? Yeah, Gladstone, central Queensland. Grew up there. Um, went to school up there. Went to school up there. Yeah, did everything. Was um, Did my apprenticeship and everything up there. Was um, lifesaver and rowing surfboats and stuff. So on the weekends, we were like coming down here most weekends yep. and going down the sunny coast and everything. And yeah, just one day I just decided, well, I'm working FIFO work. Might as well go live in a beautiful place instead of come back to Gladstone. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, just packed up shop. Do, and do you still go to the gym and shit, mate? Because you for a guy who drinks as much piss as you do, <laughs> you are fit. You got legs <laughs> like ham hocks. <laughs> you are fit as all hell. Thanks, mate. I for a guy it. that drinks lots of piss and barely goes to the gym, mate, how do you do it? How do you look this that. good? <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's because I drink so much piss, I force myself to go to the gym. Yeah, it's really got to balance it out. We'll talk about it after because what is it? I just want to know with the specific exercises that you're doing <laughs> and the time that you're spending there. So I can look as ripped as you, mate. Oh, mate, too. Totally. <laughs> making, making a so brown you, man blush. So, <laughs> so you've moved down to the Goldie. You're doing FIFO work. You're a mechanical engineer. Fitter is and turner, yeah. Is that so, your trade? Yeah, the, I did my trade as a fitter and turner in Gladstone at the power station, yeah. Uh, then RG power station, and I left and got a job with a company called Siemens. Yeah, cracks everyone. I know. <laughs> yeah. but, but most youngsters don't know Siemens used to make like phones and stuff and like they, like everything. They mate. used to make every. They were like <clears throat> um, kind of like an old Apple or like a Microsoft. Yeah, like they were, they were like a Microsoft back in the day. They are absolute guns. So they've got their fingers in the medical industry. Yeah. So, so they make like um, MRI machines, yep. lots of medical, like a lot of pumps and yeah, they do centrifugal compressors. And uh, yeah, I specialised in working on all their gas turbines. Yeah, so right. I worked with them for almost six years as a supervisor for them and just travelled all around the country. My, my service area was... Australia, New Zealand, New Guinea, New Caledonia, 
Um, yeah, 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 all over the joint. Well travelled. Yeah, it was sick. Fit and was, and once. Yeah, yeah it, mate, it wasn't a bad number either because you'd uh, all the all the specialists they'd come over from Sweden and Germany, and like because I was the supervisor, it was it was sick. I had a credit card. Yeah. And so we <laughs> so we'd go out to like uh, we're like. All like all the most random places like Roma and all that. Yeah. And then on a Friday, I just like put on a barbecue for everyone. And then Saturday, I was like, yep, yeah, credit card Let's on the go. bar, and everyone would just get on the gas. It was sick. Yeah. <laughs> and all the Germans, are, yeah, mate, they they are wild. Like, it, yeah, we just made a lot of fun for for what it was. So yeah. that how six years you were there, and that's like offshore, um, like where you work on these things, like offshore rigging and all those kind of. I progressively things. got into offshore. So how how it came about? I I specialized in all these gas turbines. So that's all I did was gas turbines for Siemens and, yep. uh, you know, I went and worked for a few odds and ends for another mach- uh, another company called Mitsubishi as well that did, you know, yep. they, they, they had a turbine leg and, yeah, then I ended up getting picked up. I was, I do my best work at pubs, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, was, um, well, I, can, I can imagine yeah. you do your best work <laughs> at pubs. <laughs> do some of my best work in the pubs, I'm telling you. I was actually finishing a job over in uh, Karatha, uh, over in WA, and uh, I was catching up with a mate who just like, this is when all the offshore oil and gas was going over in WA. So yep. it was um, Itchy's, Impex, like there was um, the Prelude Project, which is Shell. Yeah. I went to go meet my mate, um, Schnail and Bubsy in a pub just to get on. Snail get, and get, Bubsy. Yeah, Snail and Bubsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snail, Bubsy and Foreskin. Yeah, Snail, Snail, yeah. Bubsy and Foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I ended up, was, I was just at the bar. I just got talking to this bloke and um, yeah, I, I bought him beer. We were just shooting the shit and um, he disappeared. I bought, I took the tray back to the boys and they're like, shit, do you know who that was? I was like, oh, no, I got no idea. Like I'm so-and-so from Prelude. If you want an offshore job, like he's the man you got to talk to. So yeah, he, he come in, they, they called him over. He came and sat at our table. He goes, oh, give us your resume and, uh, and I'll have like, have your, have your resume yeah. in my inbox on Monday and I'll give you a call. Monday afternoon gave me a call and, is this shit yeah. dangerous work though? Like, is uh, it off offshore? Yeah, yeah. There's lots of lots of um, yeah, lots of, lots of safety precautions in place. There's lot, like there's lots of lines of safety, but yeah, if if you're not if you don't have your wits about you, yeah, shit can go shit. Yeah, we had yeah a lot of lot of incidents, a lot of things that probably sh- shouldn't happen where we were. Just yeah. you know, yeah. what about the, the whole gas like fitting gas turbines and all those kind of getting things? gas turbines when I was working on them? Yeah, it was it was such a sick job. Not so much dangerous in the sense of like gas and explosions yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It was more like your miners like pinch and crush and, you know, drops and standing under loads and like, like working on like turbine blades are extremely sharp yeah. on the ends, you know, so you cut yourself mate, if somebody If they're going and somebody is in the way. Mate, there is a, there's some pretty curly stories, man, because uh, like we've got to do this tip test on a blade. So when a turbine shaft cools down, if it, yeah. does, if it doesn't bar over, which means if it doesn't yeah, spin yeah. until it loses its temperature or you get it's called a hock in it yeah so it'll, it'll go like this it'll, it'll get Bend, a big banana yeah. in it um so they've got to do this blade tip test once it relaxes you've got to actually put air on the blades just to turn turn it over before yeah, right. you do a tip clearance check and the whole top of the casing's off it's all open like there's just, just swinging blades around just swinging around but like this is 13 stages of compression four stages of combustion down the other end so there's a lot of moving parts yeah, you know, a yeah. lot of Sharp shit, sharp shit, and big shit <clears throat> that can hurt. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the 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 rotor itself is seventy ton. Yeah, yeah. Out of oh it. my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. So yeah, people don't understand this. Like the, the that that industry is just like 
straight danger. Like no matter what yeah. you're doing, safety, no matter how many safety precautions you take, yeah, it's scary as shit. Yeah, and if you don't have your wits about you, things can go pretty pear-shaped pretty quickly. I'm glad so. you're still here, mate. Hey, thanks, man. I Bye. appreciate it. Doing your best work at pubs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll continue to do so, yeah. <laughs> and then w- was the trip, so the um, – I know you, we'll, we'll go f- like pretty heavily into the vodka and thing and the squad stuff, but like yep. you met those guys at, like when you were on off, like y- yeah. overseas. Yeah, I was actually, um, it was funny. I was just wrapping up my jobs at Siemens. So I was just like, I'm, I'm going mad. Going to go mad. Got a full group of the boys together, like a couple of boys that were playing footy. We were in off yep. season. I had a couple of mates that I was working away with at the time. It was like, we're going to Bali. Classic FIFO destination. Yeah, yeah that's it. Like, <laughs> Boys have had a hard week in WA. Yeah, that bang, $79 flight get, over to get me Denpasar. Denpasar. <laughs> and let's, get me tonight, Rangie. Let's <laughs> spend every dollar we've just earned in the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and that was it. That was it. And you know, like, if for anyone that's been to Bali that's listening, you know how there's that routine of, like, Wednesday night you go to Old Man's, Thursday night you go yeah. to Pretty Poison, Friday you're at Mississippi, Saturday you get, you know, and, and that's how it sort of occurred. You it's know, a routine over there. There, there yeah. is a routine. It's a full routine. Either get on board or get out. Yeah. <laughs> get it. Yeah, he's been. <laughs> said, yeah, that was it. Like, so I was, uh, I was over there, Setmo, um, we're playing. We, we were going over there to watch Setmo, I think. Might have been Hayden James too, but it was, that, it was a For the Love event over there. Yep. Had a couple of mates at For I the Love. I remember the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended, up, I ended up going over for the event, and these boys saw me Wednesday night at Old Man's. This is a perfect example of doing your best work <laughs> in a pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, yeah, this is the epitome of that, actually. <laughs> so Wednesday night, we're at Old Man's. Um, yeah, classic fours. Um, <laughs> Thursday night, you know Pretty Poison, how they got that big skate bowl? Mm. You know how there's always just that yeah, one. Pretty Poison's like a, it's in Chungu, it's a bar. Yeah. It's a bar, restaurant, nightclub-ish. Yeah, yeah with a skate bowl, big concrete big skate bowl at the back. pool in the middle. It's fucking skate, big too. Skate pool, like a burp pool in the background. And every, they, they get they get a bunch of skaters, they skate in the middle. And then everyone just surrounds the pool and just gets on the gas, just gets yeah. on the piers. Free tattoos getting around yeah. there and they just sell slices of pizza and bin tanks. And it's That's like one it. of the coolest venues. It's, it's probably the coolest sick. venue in Bali, like in terms of, like culture and yeah, do what it, do what you want. Yeah, mate, <laughs> no it, rules. Yeah, mate, it, it's it's mental. It's sick. Like all these guys just skateboarding, like airing out of this twelve foot vert bowl, and there's like literally people two foot away from two the people rim. going like this, and they're like skateboards yeah. coming up. <clears throat> mate, if you push it, your board like one's gonna cop it. it yeah, it's, it's pretty. Yeah, but it's sick. It's barley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone gets on the gas and rides scooters. No rules. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Road shortcut. And off the side. <laughs> Do you know that shortcut? No, I don't. That brick I'm, shortcut? I'm too scared to get... I was too scared to always get on a bike, man. I'd always oh. get someone to drive me. Oh, yeah. I've got... I've Not, uh, a, ch- oh, Matt, not a chance. I'm yeah. Bored, yeah. Man. It's it's pretty hairy. But no, it's, it's, you just seem to like get your wits. Like as soon as... Like, if you've been on the gas and you get on the scooter, you're like, oh, I better get my wits about me, you know? <laughs> but the amount of tourists you see... Oh, in that, <laughs> soon, The amount you see go off that side... That's into the rice paddies, just <laughs> straight in the mud, and you like helping your mates. That'd oh, be me. Couple of stories like that, but yeah, I um I was at uh, Pretty Poison, and um, my mates are like, "No way, you'll drop the bowl!" Like, yeah. obviously, like, yeah, I'm not going to back down to that. No dramas, <laughs> and there's always one dickhead. There's always one. There's Aussie always dickhead. one. I say yes, and I and I banged it like straight straight out of the gate. I 
I banged it straight dropped in, up. bang, yeah, dropped, just dropped it, got a little wobble and just fell off at the end. They're like, no, nah, go again. <laughs> so I was like, just smacked this thing, ended up riding it out, like rode the whole thing. Everyone would have been cheering and shit. Yeah, and then sure enough, these guys were in the crowd like, oh, fuck, what a fucking yeah. loser, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Then Friday night, went to Mississippi, Darmaria. On the same schedule? Same schedule, you know, hitting the routine. And then on the Saturday... I was walking around. We we had a um, day bed at Mississippi to see Set Mower yep. guys play or whatever. And I was walking around with two trays of two trays of Cafe Patron. <laughs> just go like just handing them out to me like, yeah. You have one, one for you, yeah, one for you. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like Santa Claus of the alcohol world. That was it, yeah. It was it, but yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's me. That's me in a nutshell. Does this guy own this bar or is he just... <laughs> just that was me. I was wearing my dick togs too. I had, a set, I had a set of bright pink living dick togs on. Like, walk, yeah, with an Akubra. Yeah, what a loser. Anyway, <laughs> was just handing them out. And then these boys who saw me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night were just like, we got a bit. Well, you know, we've seen him everywhere. We might as well make the effort to say good day. This is a sign. And uh, they walked up and I'm like, hey, here you go. A couple of shots. Gave him a couple of shots. He'd be back in a second. Wait till I finish these. Handed them all out. And then we just got talking and... Yeah, we did. we just made mates and yeah, good. that was it. That was how that was how it all came about. They were all both respectively working for other companies at the yeah. time before any of this sort of happened. But we kept in contact. I helped to do a little bit of work. They had a um, basketball day yep. up at um, Bright the Brightside up in Brisbane. Yeah, shut down the car park, set up a half court. I brought heap me mates along from up there and was yeah just played half court basketball out the back. It was and sick. now we're here. You got a bunch. You guys have got a bunch of products out in the market. Yeah, should have bought should have bought a few more. We've just released a couple. We've got uh, the watermelon there, which is the newest, and that's a passion fruit. That's what uh, we're drinking here. A little watermelon. We just added the watermelon vodka to a uh, margarita. Not against it. Well, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I've yeah, been hitting it more than the passion <laughs> fruit, and I love the passion fruit. The passion fruit is all it's time. Good. So, but yeah, so that that's how it all sort of came to fruition. I just met these guys on the source, and met that guy on the source, and he gave me a job offshore, and they gave me a job in their thing. So, I'm yeah, fuzzy. Here we are. If you see this guy in a pub, there's probably opportunity lingering. <laughs> There's definitely opportunity. Or if there are any opposite, if uh, positions available, yeah, please come right up to me. <laughs> I'm always open to fingers in more pies. What? <laughs> You're out of control. That's it. How's the mate? How's the transition like from going from like you you did that job for like six or seven? How long were you doing the many mechanical so I was, tech? I was with. I was with Siemens for six years, and November this year would have been four years offshore yeah. on the prelude. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you just like, fuck it, I'm just, I'm going full tilt at this yeah. other thing. Like, I, like the thing you've worked so hard for, and that's given you all these opportunities and flown you around the world, and then another opportunity arises. What? How's the lifestyle go from FIFO to actually living on the Goldie, and then having yeah. a product, having a brand, having a not living completely, out of yeah, completely different yeah. lifestyle. Mate, it was. I was fo- got a girlfriend. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a, got a, yeah, shout out Lexi White. She's a good woman. Um, I um, yeah, I was sort of like, if I'm being honest, I, I I was forced in forced into it. So I was going out to the prelude. For, so the place, the prelude. With all due respect, I met some of the most incredible people out there. Yeah, the great, the, the best blokes that I've ever worked with, but also some of the biggest dickheads I've ever met in the life. Just Highly concentrated on that, thing. and it was just on a, for your on like a man-made island, mate. For your mental, I don't think you understand how big this thing was. It's five hundred meters long. It's the world's largest floating facility, really? so fully laden with gas, weighs like six hundred thousand ton. It's 
enormous. Huge. Like it's like so. What is it, Queen Mary, the Queen Elizabeth? What's that big ocean liner? It's the Queen Mary, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, that's three hundred and fifty meters long. So we've got another half of that on top of that thing. You see that thing pulled up in Where Brisbane, yeah. and it's like, wow, wow, this thing was just impressive, impressive, um, great. Like it was good. It served its purpose. I loved working out there. Met so many incredible people. But it just for your mental health, I was, I, I did six lockdowns. So I was working there through COVID and I did six lockdowns. So my roster was three and one, uh, three and three. Three weeks on, three weeks Three off. weeks on, three weeks off. Dream roster. That's as, you know, in, yeah. the, in the industry, that's as, that's as good as it gets almost. Yeah. Um, but I was having to go three weeks work, one week at home because it was Perth. Yeah, I'd yeah, lose okay. a day each side. So I'd get five solid days at home. I'd fly back over, do two weeks quarantine in the shittiest Motel 6 you could find on the side of the highway in Perth because that's what the company, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not, not pa- sh- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's initially like that's what was available. <clears throat> that's yeah. all that was available. So some guys were getting put up at Fraser Suites, which was like elite. You would, you know, you know living like living an absolute like- king, <laughs> yeah. and then the rest of us, like contract guys, were just like, ah, oh, roll the swag out there. You know? <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we were set, we were staying there. So I do two weeks there, then go out to work for for three weeks. Two weeks in like just. Man, it was absolutely torture. So I was, I was just reaching the end of my shelf life. And like, I can so imagine mentally it'd be pretty fucking hard, like pretty draining, pretty hard. Like two weeks by yourself is hard enough as it is, and then yeah. you go out onto the rig and yeah, I'm pretty happy, dude. Like anyone that like you guys, you you guys, you guys know me. We get the best of you here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I like I'm always bringing like such really good energy, but like out there, just constantly getting kicked with just like just pathetic shit that I just couldn't deal with. Like, yeah bosses that nobody got along with and they just like like rinse you for like pathetic shit or throw you under the bus like I've yeah never been thrown under the bus more if i'm being honest so i was just i was honestly going out there to do my last swing usually my best mate i was like i'm done like i've had enough i've had enough i've had enough and then um something happened and then they just cut all the contracts or the the contractor guys out the gone just got i just got a call i was with my girlfriend just bought her a brand new lawnmower. You bloody beauty on the way home. Like, <laughs> this would be sick. Frothing. Yeah, absolutely frothing. Steal it. And um, yeah, I got this phone call from the company that I was with. And they were like, yeah, g'day fours. How are you, mate? I'm like, oh, yeah, good. What's going on? Like, yeah, mobilizing in a couple of days. Like, oh, yeah. That's what that, that's what that's, that's, this is about. Uh, just calling to let you know that you don't have roster moving forward. And uh, any further questions, just give us a call back, eh? I was like, oh. Just cut off like oh, that. Sweet, yeah. Three years, like yeah, three and a half years. That was the end of it. So it's like, well, that's the kick out the door that I needed. So I got fired. Like, uh, yeah. me, and, me and a lot of the other guys got fired. Yeah, and good that, timing, and that, mate. Like, I, honestly, good timing. It's like, I don't know, like that timing. It was it, good like, for me personally. Yeah, You're personally, right. Like, yeah. yeah, from a personal level, it was in, in mm. incredible timing. You know, I was in such a crappy headspace of. Having to go back out, and you could see, like, you know how happy I am. Yeah, Lexi would just be on. You just look miserable having to go back out. And when, yeah. when I was with Siemens, it was like I'd go, I'd go to work, and I'd just be working with the best people ever. Like, I'd just be happy. All the guys yeah. were sick. All the Germans would fly, and like, oh, yeah, having how a are good you? time. We're just having a good time, and then I'd go out there and just be like, shit, I've got to rotate with X, Y, Z, because that because the Shell guys had a different roster. Us, they yeah, were on right. three weeks on, four weeks off three weeks on, five weeks off. It was a Norwegian roster. So they were working less and they were home. They were getting paid like an extra 
50 or 60 grand than we were. Yeah. So working less, getting paid more, getting all the sweet hotels and everything. Yeah. And the company that I was with was dog shit. We were getting, sometimes I'd go rotate with, um, you know, really good boss. Like he lives around the corner, Bevo, legend. Like he was like absolute ledge. And I have to rotate with, you know, one of the others. And you just feel like massive head noise just singing. Yeah. So for me, the timing was perfect. I was ready to transition. Um, I had such an incredible opportunity that, because you were doing this a little bit on the side. Yeah, so like in, my, in, in the weeks three off, the weeks off, this is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. so Marcus uh, Marcus and Alex, the two boys, Marcus Keller, Alex Bottomley, the two guys that um, this was their idea they, that sort of bro- brought me on that I met. Yeah. Um, they, they've just been looking after me for my weeks off. I've just been doing a little bit of work here and there. Yeah. They've, they've sort of educated on me how to deal with you know, the bottle shops. Because, mate, you are fucking... Born for this job, Thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Do- Honestly, I don't know what you're doing doing that turbine shit, but you're literally born for this job. Like Thanks. networking and like people are your thing. Understand? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, we, um, yeah, it was, the, the timing was impeccable, and I was doing this in the time off, and you know, I saw the squad opportunity reared its head. I saw they were doing flash sales, like the previous group that owned it. Yeah. I just don't think they saw value in the business anymore. So I messaged them. they thought it was going to be something that it Yeah, they, that yeah, they it thought it was going to yeah. be. I, I just think they got impatient, if, mm. if I'm being honest. I think there might have been a change of hands of some people running it, and that I think they might have just lost their way. Because there was a lot of really incredible people that were mm. involved at Squad before it sort of lost its way. Um, that I, th- I think they left, they moved into other positions, and I just don't think it had the same... Yeah. culture and spark and community that it did initially. And yeah. they were just like, oh, okay, well, our other brands are going really well. So it, it only made sense, you know, from a business yeah. perspective. Rap, I messaged them on the Insta. I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, all right, come on, come Who's and this it. <laughs> Who's this idiot? Yeah. It's cool to be kind as, as his bio on Instagram. What a <laughs> loser. Um, yeah, rolled in and cool. had a few meetings back and forth and – We'll go through that. Here we are, more, man. We'll, yeah. Because yeah. that, like, that's one story that's really cool. Like, you see opportunity, you take it. But, mate, we might, um, fuck, that turbine shit just blows my mind because you are literally, like, you are born and bred for what you do now. Like, I feel like you've found your calling and that boot out of uh, FIFO work <laughs> was what you needed. Like, yeah, this is literally calling. Like, but I don't know. I've had friends that worked in mining and they, you know, they same thing. They love the people they work with. The money can get slightly addictive, and like the yeah, paycheck, the golden that, handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, the golden <laughs> the golden handcuffs that come along with those style jobs. Mm. But sometimes um, those aren't the things that matter. A lot nah. of the time, I reckon. No, nah, it's not. And the more the more time I spend away from it, the more I understand that, like this is a life. Like this, is, this is a better life. It's, it, yeah, this is what living's about. Yeah, especially now that I got such a good chick at home too. It's just. It's hard to leave and, mm. yeah, you know, where I live. You start to get, like, you're spending three weeks here. You, sp- you start to get really good friends and yeah. you want to hang out with people and then you go away for three weeks. You're like, oh, what a the FOMO of yeah. not being home. And that, and that reflected in vodka soda too. Like, I was, like, obviously doing three weeks on, three weeks mm. off. And the guys, Marcus and Alex, they were just like, mate, make sure you have some time for yourself. I'm like, nah, nah, like, yeah. we're doing vodka soda like I want to do it. And it sort of reflects now that I'm home full time, like, the amount of acquisitions that I got with bottle shops and going yeah. to the ALM trade shows that I wouldn't necessarily be able to make. Like just the other day, we've got this mining company that they're supplying. I've been trying, I've been actually trying to crack them for a little while. Cause I used to attend all their mining camps. Yeah, right. So I was attending their mining camps while 
I was working away going, this would be perfect with vodka soda, talking to everyone here, oh, no, you got to talk to the head office. They came up to me at the ALM trade show and they were like, yeah, this is incredible. This is what we need. And I'm just like, you don't understand how long I've been trying to get a hold of you <laughs> two. You got. <laughs> and then back now, now they're in, in, in a couple dozen of their bottle shops over uh, in That's their awesome. mining camps. So now it's, yeah, it's cool. It's all starting to come to fruition and, Congratulations, yeah, mate. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Such a cool story. It's cool. It's cool to come along. Mate, I'm going to get you to do this uh, Mr. Consistence. I know you, you've made a fair few cocktails in your time. You're <laughs> sending me sending me videos when you're making yeah. them at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got uh, – I got. did I send you that video the other day of the OG Mr. Consistent jars? Yeah, yeah, the old jars. Still got that. That's yeah, a, re- we, that's we'll a talk, relic. We, me and Mikey and Jeremy were talking about it the other day. We want to do – like try and bring something like that back. But, yeah. yeah. I, absolutely, we want to do something like that, and that's the OG. But I know you make cocktails, and we're going to see how quick you can actually make a cocktail. I know t- I walked in here to Tommy, who's recording this podcast, giving you fucking tips Matt, on how to get it. to the top of the board. We need Ask to my- dethrone the reigning champ, as he calls himself. Who's that? I can't see. It's a big light. Oh, there. he's going off the top. No, I, I like. I am incredibly competitive, so I like when I come in here and the fit, other week, and I say. <laughs> <laughs> These Christmas hands aren't going to do shit for a cocktail right now. <laughs> those, those legs aren't shaking anything. If you guys want to watch this on uh, YouTube, you'll see how good yeah. these legs are. <laughs> if you watch this on YouTube, you'll see how fit Fawzi is comparative to me. But, uh, mate, let's go make this cocktail. The speed test. Do you know Do you know about this speed test thing? What's the bench? Like, I've heard, I've heard plenty about it, but I don't know the benchmarks. The whole idea is to show how quickly you can make one of our cocktails. So yep. the benchmark is what? Tommy, it's like 20. 20, but it's fallen off, but I'm pretty sure it's 2056 or 20, something no, like that. 2040 something, bro. 48. <laughs> was it him? Yeah, yeah. And then top three, though, of course, is is Jared and Jeremy at 2086, Mikey at 2216. So the three yeah. founders are up yeah. top. Yeah, right. And then Bianca, Bolden. Stop oh, Bonkers it. is in fourth at twenty six twenty six. Did you have a look at the Mr. Boys Bennett's yeah. missus? Yeah. She's a demon. No, no, no. The other, the other, the other uh, Bianca. Bianca, little for Bianca. the love, Bianca. Oh, whoops! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I Everyone was, does the same I was, thing. I was uh, from because she owns Faye. I was thinking, yeah. what? Yeah, she go to that. And then Dimity, Cat. Who was Elijah, Court, T. Myers, Elsa, Coco. There's oh, a, there's Jared at the bottom. There's a couple. Of <laughs> oh, move me card. Two <laughs> dogs. I didn't do it. <laughs> the, the whole idea is literally to show how fast you can make our cocktails in a venue, at home, behind a bar. 20 seconds is the record that I hold. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Yeah, right. right. So let's see how, see how yeah. quick you can get. But the whole, yeah, literally the whole idea is see how fast you can make a cocktail. We're gonna. We should make a Cosmo with some uh, gin and, yeah, brought, or some yeah. gin, some vodka with some Cosmo, what whatever you, you like. That I reckon we'll rip a Cosmo with some uh, gin and. That's my yeah. that's my favorite combo. It's absolute dream it's team. Delicious. Those two actually. So let's see how fast you can make one of those. Let's get set up. Feeling good. And we'll come back. Right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. Feeling good. <laughs> All right. You know what the mix is? Seventy-five mils of Mr. Consistent mix. Forty-five. Forty-five mils of scoop the gin and scoop of ice. Five shakes. Strain it out into the glass. Garnish. Bang. That'll be time. I've already taken off the lid. That's a little efficiency gain. No, you're yeah. right, mate. You, I, know well, I know you and Tommy have been in here working on, competitive. working on cheats. I was thinking about it last night and everything in bed. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be sitting on his phone right there going like, 
all right, started and go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a, oh, nah, I promise, got a double 32 time. Second, 32 seconds. I promise, no, mate, I'm, I'm as honest as it gets with this time because I know I'm that fucking good. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I got, yeah, I got the double time. Oh, I'm feeling good. We've got a double time. All right, we're going to got one, uh, three, two, one, go is when you three, start. All right. right. All right. You ready? Ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Oh, oh ice. <laughs> all the way to the top, 75 meals of the Cosmo mix, all the way. Keep going. There you go. Oh, He's, oh, oh, <laughs> 45 oh, meals of the gym. He's not worried about time here. He should be. Dump it in. Now five yeah. five shakes, brother. One, two, three, four. Straight five. on your right. Straight Mate. on your right. Oh, oh, no. yes. He's crumbled. This is unbelievable scenes. Oh, oh, no. He's oh, dropped no. the shaker. Oh, time. No. 27.60. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I even went light and twenty seven sixty. Ryan Forsey. That's terrible. Twenty seven sixty. The baby. lights will get you. Probably the uh, best tasting one you've had, but how good. Mm. I lost my um timekeeper sheet here. Let's, it's because you wigged. You wigged and you're like, oh, a little touch more, Cosmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you listen oh, to him, he does that, eh? Hey. Oh, it's all hey, true. Hey, don't hate the player, hate the game, brother. <laughs> <laughs> when when Dimity was in here, she was like, it's so hard, you're yelling at me. <laughs> I was like, faster, go faster. Twenty-seven sixty. Where does he where does he fall uh, on fifth. the board? Yeah, under Not Bianca. Bad. Good size. <laughs> Hey, it's respectable. Yeah. Soft on the shake too. I just didn't want it. I want to climax too early. And just get it in. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to climax too. Didn't early. want to spill everywhere. Didn't want to get stuck in there. And you and it did. Fucking and did. it did. And it did. Yeah, yeah, I uh, even premeditated the light touch just so I didn't get jammed in there. <laughs> Man, it's the it's the ice that pulls the. The ice, that's oh, what sucks oh, Everything cools, it's everything not the cools whack. down. Yeah, it's not the whack, it's, it's the, the science. ice that sucks it. Yeah, it's the science, brother. It's the science. And um, then condensing is it, is inside it double, there. Is your Instagram double underscore here? Yeah, it is. If oh. you, For those following at home, it's uh, at double underscore Fawzi. F-A-W-Z-I. Fawzi. If you want to follow him, follow him. It's usually at the pub. Sensational. Send it on the weekends. Hitting the handles. Thanks that, mate. Appreciate it. Good. All right. Give vodka soda and squad a little like while yeah, you're there we, too. Yeah, we've got yeah at at squad. Squad is not spelled how you think it is. It's, it's squid uh, at yeah, squid. S K D. S K D. S Q D. Maybe. S Q D. We have a full Athletica. We've also got at vodka soda and at gin soda and give them all a follow. They're in your. Are they in your bio? They're all in my bio. They're on Fawzi's bio. So head there, follow him. We'll clean this shit up. And we'll come back and let's dive into this. I want to dive into this little vodka soda and. I thought we were going to. I th- honestly thought I got a second shot at this. You're but. kidding. <laughs> One and done. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so you've gone into fourth place, mate, on this leaderboard here. <laughs> Is it fourth? No. Nah, fifth. fifth. I was right fifth. behind. Oh, you behind Bianca. That's Slippery. technically. That's second because <laughs> <laughs> that's technically second because the three owners are up top. He actually didn't believe me that I was that fast, and I just did a demo and beat my my time again. No so one saw it. No, no one, one recorded it. it. No one recorded. <laughs> I'm not even going to mention the time, but it was fast. Super fast. Look, I'm a I'm a man of my word, and you did go fast, <laughs> and I did the to- I did the timing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some birthday cake getting delivered here. It's shit. shout out to Bronte. It's her 18th birthday. She works in the warehouse here. Happy birthday, Bronte. Happy birthday, Bronte. Shout out. We got some. Ke- oh, it's got Smarties and stuff on top. Oh shit. my god. 
Smarties or M&M's? Abs. I don't know. Either one. What's the difference? <laughs> They're just exact the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Rebranded. Um, mate, I want to know more about this Ampersand because Ampersand is the shell, like the company that Vodka Ann and Gin yeah. sit yeah. under. Ampersand Creative. So that's the that's the oh, business. Look at this. Here we go. Oh, she's getting delivered. That's what's we up. We're gonna, that. We're gonna eat that with our hands. Or happy birthday, Bronte. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not against that. Thanks. Try not to eat into the mic. Arigato. Arigato, Gunaimas. Oh, that is delicious. The classic Coles mud cake. Yeah, but they've just double stacked them. That's yeah, they've genius. T- they've chucked they them put two on double stacked them and then they've chucked M&M's on top. That's incredible. Coles mud cake hack. Done well. And they were M&M's. <laughs> do we have uh, established? <laughs> um, is any of my teeth, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Now I'm terrified. Mate, this am- <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about Ampersand, not any more about the cake. Cake's good. <laughs> yeah, you good. Um, Creative. So Ampersand is actually the name of that and symbol. Yeah. Ampersand Creative. That's Marcus and Alex. That's well, Marcus, Alex, and Sean. I guess the yep. the, the business. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's a company, and that's where they sort of develop yeah, all yeah. the. Yeah. Um, that owns Vodka Soda products. Products under. Soda. Yep. How did the like? What's the story behind that? Those guys. Like we kind of know the backstory of how you got involved and how you met. Yeah. What's the story of those guys and how they ended up in the beverage world? Like. It wasn't just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to, I feel like I need to do a vodka. Or Today's like. a good day to make an RTD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so so respectively, so there's three main directors of yep. the company, Marcus, Alex, and Sean Rankin from Victoria. Yep. So I think each of the guys, well, I think it was Marcus and Alex who was their idea and they brought it to Sean Rankin. Yep. Um, who brought it to fruition, who sort of brought it to life from my understanding with the the canning contacts and the contacts with like gotcha, like woolly, the actual product and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, respectively, all the guys are working in really all high, elaborate roles for. Um, so one of them was working for Cause yep. and Coca Cola. Um, Sean used to be the GM of Coca Cola, um, and yeah, collectively, all three of them sort of brought the brought the idea to fruition. Um, and it was just that they saw an opportunity in the market for a sugar-free RTD. So obviously yep. everyone knows our drinks are all, are all sugar-free, but there was just... If they don't, now they do. Nothing, now they do. Yeah, quick plug. Um, <laughs> ever, that was it. There was just a, there was an opportunity in the market. Everything was either artificially coloured or flavoured or yep. any of that sort of stuff. So the boys just had the idea of bringing in the basics, vodka yep. soda, gin soda, the double black, which yep. was the original ones. They were loaded with sugar. Like the double blacks back in the day were like... Oh, without... It was yeah. more of a sugar, you're more sugar drunk oh than actually God. drunk. Your teeth after a session on them, mm. it's, it's terrible. I don't, yeah, yeah, so there was like, what the, the ice? Yeah. The ice that was in, yeah. Mm. Yeah, them. so the guys just saw an opportunity for a sugar-free yeah. um, alternative. So that's why they said, look, you can flavor it yourself. That's why initially it was vodka soda and whatever you want. So it was aperture opening tin, whole yeah. top comes off, wedge of lime in there, fresh wedge of lemon, fresh wedge of lime. We had people dropping brockers in there, like two days, <laughs> two days deep and stuff. You know, like yeah, putting super dupers in. You know, like yeah, all sorts. So. What happened to the the white? Because the can used to be, like for example, the whole top of the can used to rip off. Tuna tin, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So it was like a tuna, so, yeah, tuna tin style. Yeah, aperture opening. There was an American manufacturer of the lid um, that sort of through COVID wrapped up production of the lids. Was my understanding. Yeah, um, Australian 
like in in Australia, South Australia, Northern Territory, they had already banned the lid anyway. And I think it's because of rapid in rapid intox. I'm not sure if yeah. it was rapid intox or trash. I, th- I believe it was trash and recycling laws okay. or something like that because it separates away from it. Gotcha. Um, New South Wales were on the warpath for banning it, so we lobbied against it. Um, ended up winning it, so it was like 2019 or 20 that yep. we ended up getting it extended to. Um, but then one of the guys, Sean, saw an opportunity. He started working in the background to get the the bottle developed, which is yep. the new screw top bottle. So collectively, Marcus, Alex, and Sean brought the bottle to life. No one else on the market's doing it. So, yep. so it's just a really good opportunity to, yeah, again further develop the brand, the business, and the way consumers pick up a product, interact with a product, yeah, yeah, drink it's, a product. It's, like a can's a very um, traditional way like a beer would be served in where the bottle feels a little bit more feminine. It's a little bit yeah. more cleaner. It's yeah, a little bit more premium. Free, yeah. It's really premium. So much nicer to drink out of. Um, yeah, it, it, it was sweet. But like mm. I understand like even Colonial were using the same lids. I understand yeah. that experience with, you know, being able to smell the beer and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, incredible company, Colonial. Um but yeah, for us, it was just a convenience of being able, being able to add whatever you want. Drop, and a, then, drop a piece of lime or a lemon. And or then off you go. Yeah. Convenience piece. You don't have to take your vodka. I don't have to take your soda. I don't have yeah. to you leave your vodka. You know, you leave 250 mils of vodka at your mate's house because you've just taken it all and cut up. Yeah, it was just yeah. a convenience. But Burley Hill special. Go down yeah. there, four pack. <laughs> Where'd you lime Bang. in there? Off your pop. Yeah. And then you kind of rolled that out into the actual... Vodkas and gins. Yeah, yeah. So then we um then we went into full bottled spirits. So originally it was just the white and the blue and the yep. full bottled spirits. Um and then the guys um sort of gap in the market for sugar free alternative for pink gin. Yeah. Then we moved into the gin pink gin, um, which went absolutely gangbusters. Um, still going gangbusters, like in, incredible, like that. Delicious, mate. Yeah. So white, white and pink are our flagships. Like at yeah. the moment, they are like they're le- they're leading the way. We've got a few things in the works, but uh, some cool things coming up. But yeah, those two are absolutely gun. And then there's no nothing really like a super smooth charcoal filtered spirit, like straight spirit yeah. in that sort of size that was working at that price point. So the boys collectively said like. Let's do the full bottles just in a 500 mil. So then you're not leaving some over. It's a good size bottle. Like where, like for, like when we use a, say a Cosmo, the 500 mil is pretty close to a full bottle of Cosmo. And we, we sell yeah. the packs. We sell the yeah. Ginan and the Vodka and in a pack with the, it's a consistent Cosmo. I think we've got it in with maybe even the stitch up. We've got it yeah, in with yeah, a, it was a stitch up. Yeah. We a bunch of, um, what else we got it with? Bloody Mary. We've got the vodka with like, it's just a nice size bottle that's not overwhelming. Like, and you go to the, you know, you go into a into a bottle shop, and you you're overwhelmed with um, ugly brands. Yeah. Uh, like, you you have your typical, you have your Smirnoff, you have your vodka and all those kind of things, and then you've got your real Russian style. Yeah, I was say all those Russian those ones Russian that ones are just that are like ashtrays <laughs> <laughs> that are really like that that like maybe their their brand is very specific to where it comes from yeah, and, and it just could like it, pronouncing the name it doesn't translate here yeah. in the Australian market and I think that's one of the things that you guys have really nailed is the brand translate to the customer base the people that are drinking the product yeah. and that's that's what gets that's why I think people love you guys like it's all about the way the can look feels when you pick it up you drink it and that's what like we focus on is if the product's good inside happy days yeah awesome that's you're gonna get repeat sales yeah you're in this crowded market of alcohol and bottle stores. You have to be able to get somebody to pick it up purely based on label, aesthetic, yep. 
selling it on Instagram. Yeah, because <laughs> premium. It yeah. is premium. Super clean, mm. super clean branding, super premium label. Yeah, um, and that that was the vibe that I understand that the boys just wanted to go through. Like that was us. It was just clean branded, super premium product, and that, yeah. and that's and that's all they've ever wanted. And it and it's a testament to them because it's you know, incredible. And people people assimilate themselves with it too, especially also aligning with it being like Australian made as yeah. well too. Like it's a yeah yeah. We're you guys, man, it, you guys. Um, Manufacture it all here. It's, it's all yeah, so it's, here. Yeah, it's all, it's all here. Yeah, we've uh, teamed up with some a couple other guys with the gin as well yeah. too. But then it's all manufactured down in Victoria and yeah, yeah, good keeping jobs in Australia. Yeah, that's what it's I all like about. It. And then the, what was the breakthrough? Because you 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 obviously met them at the bar, walking around with Cafe Patron. You kept in contact, <laughs> and then they kind of made the thing come to life. And you you kind of. You obviously reside here on the Goldie in Queensland, but you handle all of Queensland. Yeah, yeah, I just take I just take care of the stuff that happens in yep. Queensland. So a few parties and yeah, visiting all the independent liquor stores yep. and the dance and stuff, doing the tastings, doing all the good stuff. Yeah, and then what is there like? Was there ever a point where it's like a breakthrough moment? Is like fuck, all right, like I know how hard it is to get into bottle shops. I know how hard it is in, to get into retail stores. Like getting into those big liquor stores, and then. Was there like a breakthrough moment where like fuck finally all of our hard work at the sta- is starting to pay off? Yeah, I think at the start, like Sean, who um he's like national contracts, that's his yeah, that's his bread and butter, you know, like he's a gun worked for Especially the for, Yeah, all those big companies. Mate, he knows like he knows like all the big dogs like Coles and yeah. Dan Murphy's, which is obviously Woolworths and that yeah. too. So I think he was like obviously there was a lot of hard work going on in the background for those yeah, yeah. national contracts. I think we got a little bit of a leg up, like a few selected BWSs. Correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. I'm sure I'll hear about it if I say yeah. it's wrong. But <laughs> I, I believe that, you know, like there was a couple of stores like BWSs. Okay, we'll go a little bit wider with the gin ranging. Okay, yeah, we'll go a little bit wider. Okay, they're going to take on the black hands now. All right, Dan's is going, Dan's yeah. is going nationwide now. And it was just like... Got to give confidence sh- in the person that's sitting behind yeah. the desk because they're, they're not, they, they can look at it from a product point. They can look at it from a brand point. But until they see sales, yeah, they just don't. And still the it. numbers trickle through. And they're numbers people. Yeah, no, yeah the people that sit at those desks yeah. are numbers people too, man. So like when you're dealing with those, like, not that I've ever had to sit at the big boy desk with them, but like when it comes to that sort of stuff, once you see all the numbers start starting to prove themselves, and a lot of those bigger brands they use like these, you know, like in-house, not sort of zero kind of things, but they like okay, well, okay, oh sweet, vodka soda is doing well. Holy crap, we've turned out of that. X amount of cases yeah, this expand. month. Uh, yeah, you know, like surely we can push it a bit. And further. in those places, people, um, like it's very hard. It's the one, what I'm trying to say is when you get into that place, it doesn't stop there. Like the, like Sean gets that deal across the line. Yeah. Next minute, you've got tastings. You've got to do all this hard work yeah. to actually get the product off the shelf and people yeah. actually purchasing the product, trying yeah. the product, getting them loyal to the brand. Like, yep. And yeah, I know exactly. you do so much hard work. In, like, Man, you just every now and then you just swing around. You're like, oh, I'll try this, have a go of this, or and you, I imagine you do that across the whole of Queensland. Yeah, popping into Dan Murphy's, doing a pop up, talking to every single customer. Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Yep. Actually, walking it off the shelf. That's the hard part. That's the hardest part. Yeah, it is. It you is can get them to order work. it. Yeah, you can get them to order it, but yep. there's no one there in those stores really hand selling. Yeah, your being product. able to get, being able to get it to move. I know. So like one of the things I try to do is like every independent liquor store that I sort of you know, turn up to order a couple of cases, given a couple of freebies. And I'm looking, I'm so confident in the product. Nine times out of 10, I'll grab the products, walk out the front, take a photo of the products, 
at their exact yeah. like, location. Yeah, yeah. Tag the location, put on a lot of it, like a lot of the socials, like banging up on the socials. Yeah. Um, share, like I'll put it on my story, share it on the Vodka Soda story, share it on the Gin yeah. Soda story. And then that just generates so much traction. Like it's actually unbelievable the amount of traction that you're it's able crazy to generate. social, like, man. But just like the, the physical, impact of yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Just walking in, take a photo, bang, like I want to find all these different mm. little locations. And then, shit, we've been waiting for it to get into Bermagui for months, you know what I mean? You're <laughs> <laughs> just like, even the other day, like um, Marcus hit me up. He goes, how's all? Because I don't, like the guys... I'm completely autonomous in what I do. Like they, they literally don't even know that I go out. Like I just go out. They see the sales report come through. Yeah, they they know that they know that I'm getting it done. Like Marcus touched base with me the other week. He goes, we're up at. um, He goes, how's it all going? I'm like, oh, I'm just out at Pimpamar and Ormo, and and he's like. Yeah, sweet. Never heard of the places, so you you, you must be working hard somewhere. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting there, mate. We're slowly, just slowly people like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just up the road. We're flat, yeah. we're flat chat up yeah. here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is Marcus Alex. This is outside working hours too. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, seven o'clock here. In <laughs> <laughs> right after we just had birthday cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys haven't really dabbled in too many. Like, probably, like, I feel like you guys fit in festivals, but the ABV thing throughout Australia is one of the hardest things to get around in terms of having a good drink, having a, a, a good balance, but then the ABV laws are what stops you guys in terms of participating in festivals. Yeah, so for sure. So a lot of things, like, um, got a couple of really good guys, like, that run festivals, like Ollie Frost and all yeah. that. Like, we're good mates with a couple of guys, and... I've just been able to supply their backstage. So sounds oh, about yep. sounds about yep. right. Grass is greener. Um, all of those other festivals. Um, even for the love, we've supported um, Nana Judy down there. And yep. but yeah, just the higher ABV, the one point two. It's just a one standard that that does it. You know, we've been looking into doing mm. a festival edition as a special skew, but is it going to be viable to only be pumping out festival edition cans and yeah, just have the, it sit there? All the numbers. And yeah. So again, like that's. Like a couple of levels above me of the guys working behind closed doors, yeah. but I understand that. Yeah, but um, you guys throw up. epic parties yourselves anyway. Like yeah, you just do. go, you know yeah. what? <laughs> we've had we've had a couple. Yeah, we've had a couple of epic parties yourselves. Like yeah. you did the yacht party, which was to launch the cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the ex, the the party at the yacht club was to launch the the new. Yeah. Aluminium I follow bottle. Marcus online as well. And he, like you guys threw a party down in Sydney as well. Yeah, guys, in Bondi. Yeah, yeah, Bondi Public down there. So Marcus and they're like free as well. Like you just. You just RSVP. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when you see a vo- if you see a vodka and party up on Instagram and they send out an invite, yeah. well, you got to you pretty much just yeah. write, write your email. Yeah, that's it. You're and in. that's your invite, and you're in, and that's go it. get some drinks and well, have a good time. Lo- yeah, it's loyal consumers. So mm. like people that are like resonating with the brand, people that are interacting with the brand, we just want to reward them, you know, for for the support that they're sort of showing us. I honestly doubt you'd find a brand that's given more to its people than us. Like the guys are just so flippant with the way that they spend yeah, money really in the cool. sense that like if anyone says anything like, oh, if anyone reaches out to you on the Instagram, Marcus and Alex are like, yep, just send them a case. Yep, just send them a case. COVID, 4Z. Like I was, like at the start, I was buying all the cases. Like you idiot, like here's a credit card. Like send them to the yeah, boys, yeah. take these, send these. But these people are in lockdown, send them, send them hoodies, send them shirts, send them. Yeah. And honestly, people reaching out, the boys are just the loyalty. So, yeah, just really looking after the loyalty of our consumers. Consumer, so, that's awesome. Yeah, man. man it's, and it's such a it's such a sick thing because you don't see many brands, no, like you know, giving so giving so much. In our industry as well, like, and I think like that's like we definitely like when we started up, we we looked around the people we want to work alongside and the people we want to be 
aligned with um, and do, do fun things with were people like you guys that have the same ethos and the same values and they're yeah. are doing similar things and it makes perfect sense to just go forth and, and yep. give back to people and do things and make people happy and give people experiences. Yep. And they're the people that become loyal to the brand yourself. And that's, that's, a, that's a testament to you guys too also. Like when some of the cool little collaborations, or not so much collaborations, but some of the cool things like the pinwheel, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like I, I went on there, I was like, Took it for a spin. Wait, I still got twenty five percent sitting somewhere. Twenty five percent up sitting somewhere. But like, it's it's all like yesterday. I was like, man, this Corona shit is absolute. Like, I was looking on the internet. I was like, that was so cool. I'm like watching this. Um, like watching all these like bad shit come up. People like, and there's all these conspiracy theorists and like everyone's going ham sandwich. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Reptile people and it's it's time for some good vibes. No, every tenth order, I'm giving away. A bottle, yeah, like I, I just like it. Positive positivity and happiness and all those things for me out. Like if I can give somebody gets an order, turn up and they get an extra bottle or they get some fruit, or they get some like going over and above. Yeah, makes makes me feel really happy as a person. That knowing that somebody at the other end is like you could have a chance at making their day or yeah, hundred percent. And and consumers resonate with that too. Mm-hmm. Like consumers see J Bell get on. The Insta and go get my double chin on there. Mate, and just <laughs> looking, so I was wondering why you didn't finish your cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get nervous, <laughs> Get nervous. Uh, consumers resonate with that, you know, like that from being a personal perspective, like having someone to engage with is, mm. mate. Yeah, it's incredible what you guys are getting Thanks, up mate. to as well, mate. It's just really cool. If no one's giving you feedback recently, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them, yeah. mate do you guys have anything coming up anything Um, coming up that you're allowed to talk about yeah we've got a little bit a little bit can't allude to too much we've got a couple of things in the pipes um we've just released our new flavors every chance we might be sampling some new flavors some uncharted territories for the business cool even also which should be really really cool but the best thing for you guys to take away is keep your eyes peeled on the instagram and there's potentially another party coming up tail end of the year, you know, yeah, good one maybe September-ish. So keep your eyes peeled. Here we go. Yeah, new new product alert, guys. You, you've got the scoop. <laughs> you got the scoop. Yeah, I can't tell you too Forget, much. Mate, the, the watermelon, this watermelon vodka is one of the new, it's out, it's out Unbe- in stores Unbelievable. Stuff now, yeah, yeah Dan Murphy's nationwide. Uh, they've, we've got a pink gin um, as well, like a pink gin full oh, yeah, spirit yeah. as well. Passion fruit, watermelon, heading into Dan Murphy's also. So, so I love mixing. I love mixing the flavored spirits up with our drinks. Like this, this has got the gin in it, but we just had the watermelon in the margi, and it is quite nice as well. I reckon the watermelon would be good with the sours as well. Yeah, hundred. We'll take it for a spin. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, next. I, am I hearing you say we're going to do yeah, another cocktail do it, yeah. challenge? <laughs> we're, not doing this, we're not doing the speed test oh, again, mate. You get oh, one go. Uh, not competitive. But let's make it. Let's make all the watermelon sales. And I want to come back and we'll get into this squad athletica thing that you've got going on. That's a new venture for you. Another finger in another pie. Another. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by our sales team. They're out there trying to get Mr. Consistent on the shelves for you guys. If there is a bottle shop or venue where you think Mr. Consistent should be, definitely let us know. Now back to the episode. We're back. We got a little... We went the watermelon. Watermelon in the sour. Unbelievable. Yeah, we didn't bring it back here. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, it's all time. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. good. Yes, man. Yeah. Flavored, flavored um, ginger vodkas. Oh, oh, there it is. Arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, there we go. Yeah, that's delicious. It's really good, eh? That's a combo. It's super smooth. Have you tried it by itself? Yeah, take it for delicious. A spin. Oh shit! <laughs> this is one of those podcasts. Yeah, it's COVID safe. I don't often do um, spirits by themselves. Yeah. That's but it's, it's like, it's not burning or anything. It's just smooth. No, no afterburn. Super smooth. Just like a real subtle sort of watermelony flavor. I've been giving all these compliments. It was like kissing you. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and tell Lexi. It's not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, squad is only like really new. For you, like past, I, I think I, I saw you. You're like, yeah, just all, all transferred names, num, like names, numbers, everything can now in your name. Yeah, got the keys. Yeah, when it, it's like a month, almost a month and a bit, two months. Nah, fe- oh, Feb, February, I reckon it would have been all, all buttoned away. It was a little bit of an arduous. All right, mate. Sorry, mate. That was. A, <laughs> I definitely saw Holland sat before. It's an order. You want to grab it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, you guys. I'm so <laughs> I genuinely don't. I don't know. Um, you're, the, you're the first one, by the way. Maddie, Ca- Maddie Cairns. You do- Am I the first one? Yeah. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie, you're done. Oh, oh, no, you're in big trouble. Um, yeah, so I've uh, only just recently got the keys to it, but it's yeah. been a bit of a process. So it was like, that's it. Like, that's another thing with the prelude. It was all starting to gain a little attrition tail end of the year. And I was like, right, I'm going back for my last swing of the prelude. Mm. I'm just going to tell them I've had enough. Vodka soda's working for me. I'm about to sign, get the keys to squad. That was November last year. And then they fired me. (laughs) It all worked out in your (laughs) favour anyway. Yeah, right anyway. But um, but yeah, no, it was about February that I got the keys. But yeah, squad's a a good thing. I see see some good legs in it. It's a great brand. And I think, like, I've followed their, like, Tom, who's, Doing the who records the podcast with us used to work for him at the Pacific Fest, or and I loved the way like they had some really good staff members in there that were doing some really good work in terms of um, brand, and they were passionate about what they were building, and there was definitely some passion. But then I think there were some bean counters at the top that kind of um, prohibited that that business's growth and expansion, and probably took it in a in a direction it didn't need to go in terms of opening stores and doing those kind of things and adapting to the actual current marketplace yeah, that it, it is. And like the test and repeat business, they went old school. They were just like, oh, the thing is when you, you know, Lululemon have stores, we need stores. Yeah. Like Nike have stores. We're a sports brand. We need to have stores. Like yeah. they went that old school tactics when they probably didn't need those things. They could have stuck to online and building their culture and building their brand and doing like people are okay with shopping online they know what their size is they know what their size is it was covid when they just mm. it was covid when they wrapped it up so when they probably just should have stuck it out through covid that's that's when they wrapped it up yeah. so, so, so it's interesting to hear you uh, like an outsider that i still know, wear their sh- i have three pairs of their shorts yeah. they're the only shorts i wear to the gym or wear like, incredible like doing like the, the quality the quality of the garments the quality everything they work toward like everything that their team work towards was in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what. That's essentially the reason why I bought the brand. So I was a, I was a consumer for three years. So when it started, I knew 
Tommy, yeah. Bagley. Um, I was going into the store buying the kit, and it was unbelievable. The quality was just there, and you could just feel it. You know, like I was mm. like working offshore to take us back there again for a second. They wash your clothes, they do everything out there for you. So like when you all I had out there, two AS color shirts, two AS color classics, yeah, two pairs of squad pants, and then that was it every day. So you would just wear. So you wear swap them shell overalls, yeah. shell overalls for the day. You go to smoko, you throw your, your yeah. civvies on, your civil clothes, your civvies, and then you go to the gym. At the end of your day, you would throw all your clothes in the wash, yeah. And the next day, they would just turn up on your door, or washed and yeah. everything. But it's not like they were getting washed; they were like just like on a gentle cycle or something. Like oh, they'll just read the care instructions. Goes into a furnace. This thing was like I'm talking. <laughs> this washing machine that they were going into was just. Boiling hot water, like almost depressurized steam from the process or something. It was just like bullshit boiling hot water and literally an oven to dry <laughs> everything out because they like because they need to be efficient too. Yeah. They just need to wash everything. Needs to come out clean. Needs to dry pretty needs freaking to dry quickly. So there's no clotheslines <laughs> or nothing out there. Like there ain't no clotheslines halfway <laughs> between Broom and Bali on that big P&O cruise, man. It was just going in this thing. Like we had the biggest problem with lint on the – like. There was people, oh, I remember there was just so many ridiculous, ridiculous claims of lint on the thing because we would wear red overalls, our yeah. fire at flame retardant and everything. But everything was just getting dried at such a crazy high heat. It was just frigging lint. Lint down everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> like it was just absolutely <laughs> everywhere. But that was the kind of rigmarole the clothes were going through every single day, every second day. Yeah. Hey, Oh, excuse me. You <laughs> <laughs> don't get a close up on that. Every second day. In the pants. I've still got the pants that I was wearing on the prelude on me, and I still wear them every friggin' yeah, every single day. It's crazy, you know what I mean? So it just lasted. The quality was there. There, so when I saw them doing like the fire sale, which is like everyone was getting cheap stuff, shirts were going for like fifteen dollars. Stores are closing. Writing's Stores on the wall. Yeah, yeah. The right, literally, the writing was on the wall. I was just like, shit, I need to, I need to jump on top of this and. Saw an opportunity and jumped at it, yeah. And you acquired it and it's just you or you got to... Here we are, so I'm a cousin. So at, at the moment, um, <laughs> you need it. You, I, d I don't think I possess the set of nuts it takes to just go out and just, you know, punch something's beard off, you know, just go straight <laughs> into it. You know, just like, yeah, my, yeah. like my cousin, Andrew Farrar, who's the fellow director with me. Yeah. I said I was so passionate about this brand. I want to see it go. You know, I had a fair bit of capital behind me at the time. And he's like, well, if you believe in it, then why aren't we buying it? Like, this is like, yep. this is like an opportunity coming to you on a silver platter. Why are you just, or like, why are you not, like, why are you even deliberating? Why are you calling me for advice? Like, let's do this. Like, yeah. Let's go. I was like, okay, sweet. Like, and then it, obviously he had the nuts to do it. So we just started get the, putting the ball in motion. We started... Yeah, all right, let's go sit down. Then we started negotiations and then he had some really high, like good contacts with lawyers and everything. Then lawyers are reading contracts and then before I know it, bang, brands, got a business. brands in our hands. We've got a business, yeah. When you start to, when you sit back and you're like, how cool would it be? Like this brand is really good. The product's good. I think I can, like, I know, like I, I know you can sell the product. Like I know that the online store still moves and like there's, there's obviously numbers and stuff from what they used to do. And there's a bit of a, piece of business behind there that's coming with it you know you're buying some goodwill but you're also buying previous customers that are probably don't like weren't as clued on to you as what was actually happening they were just like how good how good is this yep. this shit for sale or oh, the store didn't work out or whatever it was 
they probably thought the brand still existed. They don't watch Instagram. It is a male oriented. It is a male brand. Yeah, they probably don't have Instagram, or they don't. They don't actually know what's going on. They just walked into the shop and spent six hundred bucks at a time and bought a whole yeah. bunch of kit. And the store no longer exists, so they jump online. They can buy some sales stuff, or it's closed down. Or yeah. they don't quite understand that the writing was on the wall for that business. Yeah, but when you start looking at tax, bass, accounts, import, <laughs> export. <laughs> Like all the other stuff that comes with it. And that's like, that is not my part of this business. That part of this business is 100% Jeremy. He does all that kind of stuff. And we've got some people in places that. Side note, he's a gun too. Absolute yeah. gun. And the other thing is like flavor profiles. Actually production making this stuff is not like any of those things. If I was to do this business by myself, couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Not in a million years. Yeah. Sometimes you need somebody like you, you have a set of skills and you are amazing at that set of those set of skills. And that's where your time is best spent. Sometimes you need to have somebody that is that other part and that their time is best spent in that area. Absolutely. And I've acquired them. There you go. Well, you wouldn't got believe it. it. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. I actually reached out because there was a couple of, couple of really brilliant people that made the brand what it was. You know, the culture, mm. you know, the guys, like the, the community of the actual brand. So there was Chris Locke. Yep. Um, Chris Luke. Luke? I don't know. I always, <laughs> yeah, I, always, I always stuff it up. But he's doing the digital. He was actually working for the previous group. And um, then he left and went and worked for Finns Beach Club. He was working over in oh, Bali. Yeah, cool. Um, and then Colin Wyatt who yep. is an incredible he designer. Is, uh, like I used to work at Billabong a long time ago. Oh, so I know so who, I, so I know who Colin is and like he is a Steve's he, master. Absolute Steve's master. He's been yeah. around for a long time. He's done a lot of cool things for a lot of cool brands. Like element was one of like one of the main things he used to work on, I think. And then did he, I don't know what else he did, but he's done and he is in he's terms of design and product world gun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like he's unbelievable. So these guys um, left, left to pursue other opportunities. Yep. When I took it over, I just wanted to understand what made the brand what it was when it was humming. So yep. I spoke to Tommy, I spoke to a lot of the other guys and they said, uh, you know, a few key players, um, like Andrew Layden, who was actually working for the Greek pre group previously as yep. well. Like, um, I just I just came to understand and I, and I reached out to them all respectively, like, hey, I've, I've taken over the brand. They're like, sick, like, that's so glad, like that they We're left. So it. Yeah, yeah, that they were happy that someone was, you know, going to keep the keep the brand alive because they yeah. didn't want to see it wrapped up. Because a lot of guys put a lot of effort, a lot of energy into Absolutely. it, into making it what it was. Like especially Colin. Wait, how long was it? It Was around for like two or three? Years. It was a, it three, like yeah, three, three, yeah, three, three years. years. It was yeah, three, yeah. three years. It was operating for, and everyone, sorry, um, you know, sort of pursued other things yeah. and. I just reached out to everyone. They're like, absolutely, yeah, we're, yeah, cool. We'll we'll help you bring it to life again. So, I've engaged Chris Locke. He's doing he's doing all like my website development, all the digital marketing, all all of my ecom sort of assets and everything like that. Yeah, I reached out to Colin. Colin, unfortunately, he, he's doing his own little thing now. Like, but I'm looking at working with him really shortly. He's like, I can't physically work directly for the brand. Yeah. But I'd love to like do some sort of advising off to the side. Like, cause yeah. I love the brand, you know, I put so much love and energy yeah, yeah. into it. So he's coming back to the brand. Um, I was getting a haircut one day and I was like, I was wigging. Cause you know how you have those days where you just like, you've just 
you know, you just forked out for this. What you don't know the first thing about <laughs> sportswear. I, th- I think you don't, you don't know shit. You know, you know people. You know, dropping in bowls at Bali and handing yeah. out Patron shots. You know, that's you. That's you. That's I'm probably call. not going to meet these pe- the people that are going to make these things Man, happen at a pub. That is your calling, you know. And then I was getting my hair cut, lost boys, and Jai was like, "Oh, mate, you need to meet these two dudes. They're, they're absolute le- absolute legends. They work with sportswear. They're a couple of pretty elite athletic." brands yep. previously and he, i was just having that moment like shit i don't know what i'm doing and joy's like oh mate you gotta speak to jeff and Riggs. they're legends just so blase while giving yeah. us a freshie yeah, getting, getting your fade done <laughs> yeah. and um and that was it he did he did the intro and then i spoke with uh jeff and regan uh, who partnered so they actually did production for a couple of other uh, super elite brands yeah and they said, yeah, of course, we can help you. So, he's, so cool. he's third generation rag trade. They worked with other brands previous, but I'm the direction that I'd like to take squad is sustainably. That was managed. actually my next question. Oh, sorry. would like to see the uh, brand go? But you <laughs> no, can answer. Well, we'll get, <laughs> no, no, I just see, like, I just see it as like a, I see it as a Patagonia. Or I see it as like a, one of these brands that are just like made to such high quality. And if something happens, like, We'll fix it. We'll repair it. We yep. just, you know, you might pay a little bit more. We want to start moving into Australian manufacturing. You know, like the, the goal for the brand is to have everything sustainably manufactured. Um, you know, that ethical work environments, you know, uh, no, not using any virgin papers. We're using hundred percent recycled polyesters and, yep. and elastanes and cottons and everything like that. I'm actually in the process of moving a bit of our production over to Australia. So I might not be able to do 100% Australian, mate, because like all of the, the tech fabrics, like our Orion oh, shirts. Mate. Yeah, the tech fabrics in um, that come out of China and those kind of places. Unbelievable. Because they develop, they develop the machinery and then they develop the materials with that machinery. We just don't have... Yeah, and then they know how to do it and they're cagey about letting us know how to do it. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and the machines yeah. are... Uh, uh, cost a fortune. I'll yeah. tell you for free, they cost yeah. a fortune to get. So that, that's the direction that I want to go in Australia, mate. So... Colin White is actually working on doing production for like, so say if you're Burley Bears or something like that, we need a dozen uniforms, sorry, 20 uniforms or something like that. We'll give you this and we'll do sublimations, which are like the printing on all the shirts and everything like that. But it's all based down in Melbourne. So he's doing a factory with uh, another guy who's the ex-head of Nike's, Ryan Taylor. Um, They're doing a production down there. So it's all Australian made. They're doing everything to That's cool. you know, get all the fabrics made or milled or cut, sewn, everything done down in Australia. So I'm looking at, you know, relocating a fair bit of the business back into being yeah, 100% yeah. Australian made. And I think the consumer knows and they get it. They understand, like, it might cost a little bit more, but uh, there's not a better time to be moving into Australian manufacturing than it's right now. Out. Like, there's nothing, like, I used to work at Body Science um, and they they manufacture all their compression, like their sports compression Literally here in Australia, the material comes from like Molendina. The, t- the material is literally milled in Molendina. They bring it down, they cut it all up. And like when you see the direct result in Australian jobs, like you go to the factory, you see how many people it takes to make that material, see how many people it takes to cut that material, sew that material, all those kind of things. It's really cool. And I think now that people were in this pandemic, people are literally looking at the tag like yeah. so many times. Like we had somebody message the other day and they were like, why isn't your bloody Mary 100% Australian made? And I was like, I was, and Mikey's a testament to, you know, true ingredients and true, like the reason is, is the Worcestershire sauce in the bloody Mary comes from Worcestershire. Literally from like, 
they make the best Worcestershire sauce. That's why it's called Worcestershire. Worcestershire. That's why it's called Worcestershire sauce. And then we use um, like a, a, a spice, I think it's chipotle in our um, in it as well. And the, it comes from Mexico. Because right. they do they the best Mexican, the they make yeah, the yeah. best Mexican spice. That's, and that's just you guys trying the, to bring the best yeah, products to the, your consumers. The, the margarita has an agar- has agave in it. Yeah, but the agave comes from Mexico, Mexico because that's where the best agave comes from. Yeah, there is some things that it's really hard to compromise on, but then where you can make in Australia, like our limes, all come from Mandabra. Up, yeah, like are people trying to? I need to say this carefully. like are people just trying to steer away from chinese manufactured goods like i just we had a conversation the other day Uh, because i think people understand that like if it's agave or if it's like Mm. worcestershire everyone's like oh sweet no that's whatever they're just making a real gangster product but as soon as it comes to anything like china people are just like oh this pandemic thing that we're we're going through we had a we were chatting about america the other day and we had um Somebody in here, we're talking about exporting to America. And the guy's like, mate, you should see it in America. Literally, the only thing that's on shelves is China. Anything that's made in China, it's been fully tabooed. Like, really? Americans will not pick it up off the shelf. Yes. But like... Stick it to the man. But that's... Like, people want to buy local. They want to they want to know about... They want to know where their product comes from. They want to know how it's made. Yeah. People are more interested in the information's out there. Where back in the day, it was, you know... There's still an element of um, Kmart, if you yep. will. Like yep. you can go and f- fit out your whole house for fourteen dollars, <laughs> fourteen fourteen fifty at Kmart, or you can or you can support your local chippy who'll make you a sick bed or a sick couch or whatever it is. A hundred bucks, but you you just pay. You just bought someone's shoes. You yeah. just bought a kid's school shoes. Yeah, like even like Ocean Street Shapes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that was a little plug. Little part, yeah, yeah. That, that was an inadvertent <laughs> plug. Like, I just wanted to know that I was buying a great surfboard that is 100% Australian made, made in someone's, you know, little local workshop, yeah. and that that board was like putting his little kid through school, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, or something like that. Like, I just think there's such camaraderie mm. and like there's such a good feel to even knowing that shit, you might spend a little bit more money, but it's right there like you're, you're doing gonna great things you, yeah, yeah it's gonna last you a whole lot longer yeah it's gonna be a whole lot better in yeah. quality and like even the feeling like I, I don't know when i when i do buy something that's not like that you spend a little bit more money on it just feels so good yeah. like yeah like this this podcast table right like george we've got a handyman here that works in our business and he built this whole podcast room yeah but we, we could have just gone and bought a table and yeah. we, uh, to be straight up, we started looking at buying a table from Fantastic Furniture somewhere. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, no, no, I'll buy it. So he just waddles off down the road, goes and buys some recycled materials, goes and buys the tiles. like, And then he built built it. And like this thing is, it's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, like, I love it. Yeah, sick. And like our sign guy that does all our sign writing and stuff like that, he's got three kids at home. And I know yeah. all the work that we put, put through him sends his kids through school. And yeah. I walked in there the other day, he's got a basketball hoop up and his kids are out there shooting basketball and yeah. they're like, he's so busy that his kids have to go to his office and do things. But it's really nice knowing that, you know, people spending money on our product, giving our people jobs, but then all the other things that we do yeah, translate yeah. down the line Trickle, and the way yeah, it trickles, yeah, on. trickles on down the line. And it's really nice to know, like learn those stories of how yeah. it works. So I'm glad yeah. you're working towards that, man. That's and awesome. It's, it's cool. It's something. It's, it's fucking hard work. It is so hard to be Australian made. It is. They don't make it easy. It the is. labors, like, 
wages are expensive, materials are expensive. GST, bass, all the other, <laughs> all the mate, other things. It, but it is like, it, and it just adds up. And like, why aren't more products Australian made? If it, it was that easy, everyone would be freaking doing yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so hard to sort of battle with. So, the goal for Squad is to bring it, you know, a lot of like, if not all of the company over to Australia. But it's just so hard. Like all the tech fabrics, they just don't do it like that. So people, you got to find that nice balance of like. Starting to get rolls of fabric in and getting it cut. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard to bring the same consumer experience for a garment that is manufactured that, you know, might have been manufactured over there, but we can't do it here for the same. Yeah, it's a a difficult one to start flaunting with, but but we're just doing, we're doing anything we can. So a lot of our shirts, like it's called a Brotherhood Tee, Brotherhood Tank. We're going to start moving all those down because, you know, we can start getting the fabrics cut. Like, you know, we can get all the fabrics made here and everything and then, printed down there and sewed down there it's even yeah. just like it might only be a little bit but it's just that little bit more here than it is over there mm-hmm. like how sneaky are china now they're even just like putting on tags um made made by your friends at pcr or yeah. made, and people are like PCR. pcr oh people's republic of china yeah so they don't even want to put made in china on your I thing had a, um what was it i had a friend the other day and they're like i actually sorry it was when I used to work at Bill Long and they put designed in burly heads made in China. Oh. <laughs> like they had to put the design that, that a lot of these companies put the design in burly heads first or yeah. like a, in it, like a it, size 20 font or something. Yeah, and, and then, then it's like huge and then it's um, size three font. Yeah, size three made, made in China. China. But that they like, and they're one of the, they're one of the big ones that are really specific on their factories. Like they have to be a, five-star rated factory with no child labor and all that, like they've yeah, got a yeah. specific set of requirements and they have checklists and they have like their team have to go and do checks. Yeah. But I imagine that happens across the country and across America and all those places where it's, you know, designed here, but oh, we can't afford to get it made here or yeah, the, the yeah. Re- we don't have the resources to get it made here or the minimums are too high here. Or yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky in the sense that Jeff, Jeff Hurrell and Regan, that they are just the guns that, That's you know, cool. they know That's the rag really trade good. so well. So even with like, Everything that is getting manufactured over in Australia, they you know they pass a certain criteria of yep. like an ethical work environment and everything like that. We're even looking into um, there's things called is it Arnhem, Arnhem Denim and Maker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you yep. do you know these companies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know what they are, it's just about ethical treatment and like um, it's in Vietnam, hey, yep. Vietnam, where that they are making jeans and you know so the people that are brought out of either like. Um, people trafficking, yep. um, the sex trade or something like that. The Basically anything that's fucking giving them a really hard life. Yeah, really hard and life. So they're probably shouldn't be, yeah, really shouldn't have happened to these people. Yeah, they're, they're, they're taking them on, mm. they're rehabilitating them and they're putting them into, um, you know, they're putting them into their factories where, you know, like there might be some factories that will certainly, they'll put them on like the, say, for argument's sake, they were just on a sewing machine all day. But they were Arnhem Denim. They will rehabilitate them. You know, they put them up. They, you know, feed them, clothe them, pay them yeah. a wage, an ethical wage, and everything like that. But they'll teach them how to sew. Then they'll teach them how to wash. Then they'll teach them how to hem. Then they'll teach them how to put the zippers on. So it's not like they're, they're being rehabilitating changes. and all they know how to do. So if they go anywhere mm. else and there's a one chick sewing on buttons, but shit, all I know how to do is make pockets or something like yeah. that. You know, they they are there, and they they know how to make a quality garment from scratch. Yeah, and washing, cool. cutting, trimming. So there's so many of these beautiful, you know, projects happening in the background that we're just doing our best to align with. And yep. 
yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a direction I'd like to see us all go, and we're getting there slowly but surely. We're doing everything we can. That's awesome. Where yeah. where are you gonna when when's your you got a range coming soon? Yeah, so at the moment all our range is getting done. Uh, so we just wanted to re-engage all the original suppliers. So yeah, the best thing about the product is was its quality, quality of the, the quality, product, the yeah. quality quality of the product. So we were just going, right, we'll re-engage the quality of the product. Oh, we'll re-engage the old suppliers. I yep. sent everyone an email saying we'll re-engage. I'm picking up where we left off with squad. Are you happy to kick back off? So all of yep. it's getting manufactured now. Um, hopefully looking like August, September at the latest. You know, there's some things that are coming. Um, and, and that's another beautiful thing about getting all Australian made. You know, like it's a range you can probably turn around in a month, whereas because we're doing it overseas at the moment, Mate, typical gut ga- and typical garment manufacturers, they drop, I don't know, they drop seasonally. Australian made, you can drop whenever you want. You want yeah. to drop a new piece? You drop a new so piece. Knock it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Send I us a tech pack. This, yeah. yeah, this style's going to be cool. Let's just do it. Yeah, Make it exactly. Happen. Like, I've, like I'm trying now to align with Movember. Like it's, a, yeah. you know, awesome, like men's yeah. health for me is like a big thing, aligning with Living, gotcha for life was yep. another really big one that um, Squad Athletica aligned with. Movember, I'd really like to get a Movember tee smacked out for the range. That'd be awesome. Turnaround time on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the design side of it, Regan and Jeff side of it, yeah. sampling same tees, designs, easy. Yeah, I could knock, a, knock a tech pack out in a day. Yeah. But getting it manufactured and sent over here, it's, yeah. It's the a, timeline. It's a little bit harder, mm. whereas if we're manufacturing with Ryan and Colin down in Melbourne, Good done. to go. You know what I That's mean? Cool. So, yeah, we're looking for our range at the moment. Uh, it'll be August, August, September, realistically. It's pretty soon. Pretty soon. Yeah, it's all getting we're gonna We are going to have some things trickling a little bit earlier. So, keep your eyes yeah. peeled on the website. We've got a little bit of a competition running now. We could, we've teamed up with Hyper Ice to win a heap of like Hyper Ice massage guns yeah, and a thousand bucks worth of kit. So, you get a thousand and two of your mates get a thousand bucks each as well. So, get on that. Yeah, yeah. Can you rig that up my way? Or yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to start mass- those, those massage yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah, I went mate, to the gym gun. this morning, mate. Give it a rest. Oh, you're looking good too. You're looking jacked <laughs> Get up. Get out of it, Everyone's mate. been talking about it. <laughs> Ballsy, we've got the, the shake-up game here. It's coming out soon. Oof. Oof. That's premium. Never have I ever pack. That's premium. Look mate. at the box. Yeah, oh, yeah, a little magnetic yeah, snap. Yeah, a little magnetic box snap. It's looking good. No expense spared. No, nah, it's coming out soon, but I've... I've dug in here and I've um, pre-selected a couple of questions. And I'm going to get you to pull maybe one, maybe two. We'll see how we go. <laughs> see how long your story goes for. <laughs> All right, choose one. I'm going to go straight down the gut. What do we got? <laughs> Have you ever slid into a celebrity's DMs? Have you? Fuck. <laughs> <sighs> oh. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> Don't let me tell you. You can just have a look. You can have a look yourself. Actually, let, let me find him. Find it, because this is there's going to be evidence, evidence based oh, message. I, I hope. Yeah, I hope it's still in here. <laughs> bump, <laughs> a bump. A month later, July. No, that was you got nothing July, back. J- July 3, 2018. Give me a read. May 28th, 2019. Bump. Trying Give to Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> July the 3rd, 2018. Don't check the time on it. No, it, it doesn't because you were so far long ago. Yeah. 29 million followers. You thought you had a chance. Yeah. Hugh, comma. <laughs> 
Fawzi here, you flaming galah. <laughs> Hope you're well, Cobber. Just a quick one. What are the odds of changing the dollar to the dollar he does? Couple of lads and I tossing up the thought of giving us a fair dinkum currency and the AUD just isn't cutting it. If anyone was going to have the pull, it'd be you. Bloody absolute legend. <laughs> Keep me in the loop. <laughs> Keep me in the loop. I'm not yanking your chain either. <laughs> Let's get this one off the ground. All the best, Fawzi. A month later. Bump. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a year and a month later. That oh, was two thousand and eight. A, a month full later. Year. <laughs> it's really holding oh on to it. Oh my god! Hugh Jackman is actually a squad, uh, not a squad ambassador, but he was like, I've just um, sent him another bump. Oh, did you? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> now, we, now he knows our squad. <laughs> see if we can get it back up, back up, bump. Mate, he was actually wearing squad gear flat. Stop it! He mate heaps like before I owned it was wearing squad gear flat out. Shit, you Jack oh, a legend. Oi, keep us posted if he sees that on this podcast. I'm mate, ready. Keep us in the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Not yanking mate, your a, chain. Mate, that, that is a great. Dollary dues. Never have I ever. Doing it. Unfortunately, he didn't reply. But uh, Dollary dues. Dollary dues. Dollar bucks. Yeah, yeah, we need it. Get all over the line. Mate, 100%. Oh, mate, that's a great story. Not I love bad. it. I love it. <laughs> Fawzi. Thank you very kindly for coming in, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having a chat, having a yarn. Pleasure was all mine. <laughs> Talking about how you try to get the dollar for you, Jackman, and turn the, the AUD into dollar reduce. Don't rule it out, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> mate, where can they follow you? Where can they hear about Fawzi? Uh, at f- double me. underscore Fawzi? Yeah, yeah. Instagram? Yeah, go for it. S- at Squad Athletica, SQD Athletica on Instagram, Vodka Soda and on Instagram, Gym Soda and on Instagram. Yep. They've all got website links. You've all, you've obviously got the links on their pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll chuck them down in the description of the YouTube. We'll also chuck them in the description on the Spotify so you can click through, check them out. Go give their vodkas a taste. The gins a taste are absolutely delicious. Mix them up with some Mr. Consistent cocktails. That's, the, that's actually that's unbelievable. That's the watermelon is unbelievable. That's actually, that is unbelievable. This is number two or three. It's delicious. Yeah, shit. Thanks so much for coming in, mate. And uh, if you see this guy at a pub, stay clear. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Get, oh, get behind the dollar do. Get behind the dollar. Get behind the dollar do. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, mate. Really appreciate mate, it. Thanks for having me. Cheers. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Go show the Shake Up some love and stay connected. Don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. Also, jump over to our Shake Up Cocktail Gang Facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast. And if you've got questions for them, I'll ask the bloody questions. You can also use the code SHAKEUP for 10% off on mrconsistent.com.au. Thank you so much for listening. And just remember, shit, that's fresh.